in this episode, we will explore the new Venus star cycle that is beginning, Saturn's station direct, the Scorpio new moon solar eclipse, Jupiter direct, and the sun and Venus ingress into the sign of Scorpio. There's so much to cover. Let's dive in. Welcome to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow Earthseed Temple Arts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh, great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Welcome back to another episode of Stars, Stones, and Stories. We're gathered here for episode number 62, the Samhain Eclipse Portal, harnessing the prayer of your ancestors. And I'm so grateful that you are circling up with me, and I'm so grateful to be sitting here with you in this container that is being woven for us to share in these starry transmissions. As we have a powerful eclipse coming, and to be honest with you, I've been feeling the eclipse energy really strong for the last couple of weeks. There is so much being birthed right now. There are brand new beginnings and there are also massive closures happening. And many of you who have been part of this community, Starstones and Stories, for quite some time know 
that I love to weave so much about this concept of time and timelines and timeline jumping as we get into eclipse season. We've been in the eclipse season. I've really been feeling it quite strong since Venus Day, the 7th of October. And on a personal level, I've been going through massive, massive upgrades on on one level, I could say like graduation ceremonies in my personal life. And in conjunction with that, it is time for this podcast to get an upgrade as well. And I really got the whole vision for it yesterday and today. And so I'm going to share a little bit about it with you. I invite you to, to be on this journey with me with the upgrade of Star Stones and Stories. First of all, I just want to give you a little background. I'm not going to go too deep into my personal story right now, but a little bit of background about myself. And um, on a on a personal level, I've literally been living in a void for the last three years. The real darkness began for me. I do not use this concept like dark night of the soul lightly. I think in different spiritual circles and new age communities, this concept of dark night of the soul gets thrown around like it's a cakewalk and it's just something everyone goes through. And many of us do go through it, but I don't think necessarily every human out there will go through a dark night of the soul. Dark Night of the Soul is very intense and very profound. Um, It's a profound portal of transformation. And when you're really in it, you're deeply in it, meaning there is a, a series of deaths and it gets to the point where you're like, how much more can I die? You know, it's like Anana Ishtar going through the seven gates to meet her sister Areshkigal, who in turn, in in reality, a Reshkagel is just the other half of Anana, the other, the the duality of Anana. And really, um, as Anana comes to meet Areshkagel, she really comes to meet herself. That is what we go through when we go through a dark night of the soul. I've been on a spiritual journey. Really, I would say my whole life has felt like a spiritual journey. There was not really a time I was, quote, tuned out. I've been really blessed with that awareness and consciousness. I've been very challenged in many, many other ways in my life. The point is, is I've been through some some dark times in my life, really, really, really dark times. And the last three years have definitely encapsulated some of the darkest of my 42 years here on this earth in this human incarnation. What I've been going through since the Pisces full moon last month, last month is this rising out of that darkness. In turn, I have also been gifted with the ability to move and I'm living in a new home which is why the sound quality might be a little bit different because I'm not recording this in my closet with my ancestors at my feet. I do have my ancestors right next to me though. My altar, it's in a box still, but I've got it right next to me. I have a an area I'm setting up in my home to be a podcast recording studio that's a very, very sacred space. But as I am someone who works hand in hand with the divine, with the goddess, 
the space is not yet set. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't force it. You know, it's like unpacking is this massive undertaking. And since last Friday through this Monday, this moon day, those are my moving days. And so since lately Monday night, I've been starting to really sink into my new home and, and get it set up. And also simultaneously, my daughter unexpectedly, we felt this call to move her to a whole new school community. She had been part of the same school community since she was 19 months old. We used to go to parent-child classes there and she went to nursery and kindergarten and all of her grades classes. And she just started sixth grade this year. And it was just a few weeks into the year and we just knew she needed a change. And so she literally began a new school this week. We moved and there've been all these other magnificent new beginnings that are stirring in my life as well that are just feeling so tender and and like little sprouts that I'm not going to be sharing them here at this moment, but I'm giving you a, a doorway into what I'm experiencing on a personal level, because I imagine you too, with this solar eclipse are noticing some fantastic new beginnings emerging. And as with eclipses, there's a portal. So we, sometimes we have a series of three eclipses or two in the Samhain eclipse portal. There are two eclipses. So we have a solar eclipse and then a lunar eclipse. And I'm going to get into the astrology in a moment more directly, but I just want to say that this eclipse portal feels like really fantastic. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I know that there are people probably out there that do not think that it feels fantastic. I'm feeling it as fantastic and I'm celebrating that because when I think back to a year ago in December of 2021, the eclipse portal for that Sagittarius total solar eclipse was like so intense. And you can go back and listen to those episodes if you're interested, if you haven't. You, you can even hear it in my voice as when I got back from Egypt, how much I was going through and how how challenging things were for me personally, but many, many, many people left the planet during that eclipse portal. And that is also when my mentor, Elder Maladoma Somme, crossed over to the other world. And at the time I was I was traveling in Egypt, I was stewarding a pilgrimage there. It was like literally like being that that was when the void kind of swallowed me whole. So I've been I'm like stirring within the void and doing my best to keep up with life and be of service and be a mother and be a friend and be a daughter and serve in all the roles that I'm meant to in this incarnation. And the struggle has been real. It's been really, really, really challenging. So at this space here and now, there's just this massive new beginning coming and with that source consciousness, the divine God goddess is directing me to be more strategic with my time, my energy, and my attention. The last uh, two and a half years when I started this podcast, the world was different. My life was different. And I was able to really deliver to you all these extended podcasts that would sometimes go on for an hour and a half, two and a half hours in length, very deep. And I was able to do that and it felt spacious to do so. However, after 61 episodes of, of offering you that, I'm at a place now where 
I'm just really clear as I'm setting myself into my new home. And I've lived in Asheville in in this portion of my life for 10 years straight. In fact, I moved here at the end of August in 2012. So it's been a decade that I've been in Asheville in this timeline. I've lived in Asheville off and on since 1999. So it's been a home for me for many, many years in this segment of my life consistently since 2012. And there's something so potent about moving and moving into a a different neighborhood. I lived in the same neighborhood from the middle of October of 2012 until the middle of October of 2022. I lived in three different houses in that neighborhood. My daughter was, you know, almost um, two years when we moved into the neighborhood and she's definitely grown up in, in West Asheville. And it's been such a joy to raise a child in that particular neighborhood. It's technically still West Asheville, but it's a different area and it feels like amazing. I can feel new ley lines and star lines and I can see all the stars at at night in the sky. And I've got this beautiful backyard for stargazing parties. And I'm just really excited for all the things that want to be birthed in this space. And as I've been driving around, I mean, literally this, this week has been the first Monday was the first day that I woke up in my new house and I've been driving to the same places, but I'm now driving in different ways. And it's so powerful. It feels so refreshing. It's like a clean slate. I'm being called to clear my plate in certain ways so I can go deeper. And many of you know, I've been wanting to get my first book published and there's a lot of work I have to do on it. With that, what I'm going to be offering is I'm going to be making these podcasts actually more frequent. So you will get these star stones and stories available um, as a complimentary offering every single Friday and they're going to be shorter. So they're going to be like bite size, like 11 to 22 minute podcasts, which I think are great, especially for people like running errands. And then for people who love to go deep with me and really like get into the minutia of the cosmology and the astrology that we're experiencing, have no fear. I've got you covered. So I want to extend the invitation to join Ma Magic, my monthly manifestation circle. And as you join that, you will continue to receive the in-depth explorations that I offer through Stars, Stones, and Stories with extended bi-weekly deliveries, which will come out around the new and the full moons, including a guided meditation and everything else that Ma Magic will offer you. And if you go to the show notes in this podcast, you can get all the details on how to sign up for Ma Magic. Your first month is only a dollar investment. So if you're not sure and you want to try it out, I really encourage you to do that. You will get a monthly forecast that will be offered at the beginning of the month, kind of giving the overarching energies for that month and a tarot divination for support. And in addition, 
you're going to get the new moon transmission, which is the extended version of star stones and stories and a downloadable intention setting guide, a first quarter monthly meditation with a write-up for your own personal practice, a full moon transmission, which is going to be the extended version of star stones and stories and a ritual offering and balsamic moon reflections and prompts for your dream time as you're coming out of that lunar cycle, preparing for the next one. You will also receive two lunar playlists delivered monthly in honor of the new and full moons and have the container of this community connection and witnessing. In addition, you will receive an 11% discount code off of all private sessions, master classes, and women's wisdom councils that I offer through Earthseed Temple Arts. So I invite you to circle up through Mom Magic for those of you who want to continue to go deep through Star Stones and Stories. You are going to have the gift of having these bite-sized weekly deliveries around what is our current astrology. Okay, so to dive into this week's upcoming astrology, um, in my opinion, this week that we're facing as we're here today on Venus Day, the 21st of October, is some of the most poignant astrology of 2022. If you've been following me in this year, you've heard me talk about it as the year of the lovers, the year of the ancestors. This is the year of Hieros Gamos. And I, I connect that because in the tarot, as we add up the numbers for 2022, we get six, which is the major arcana, the lover's card. And the lover's card, it is astrologically, zodiacally, it connects to the sign of Gemini, the sign of duality. And the lovers, yeah, on on one level, we could say it is about finding your beloved and coming into union in the sacred holy union. However, in order to really fulfill that destiny, if one has that union out there waiting for them, because I don't believe every person necessarily has a calling to partner up in that way. Regardless, I do believe that it is our consciousness journey to come into a state of hieroscamos, to activate our ka body, our energy double body, which from the Egyptian cosmology connects to the opposite gender that we're born as. So Every female born baby has a male ka and vice versa. The ka body as the energy double moves with you through your entire lifetime is always with you. It is like a version of who you are in in a different form, but only in the frequency form. And this ability to connect in with the ka is deeply, deeply sacred and a very integral part of Egyptian mysticism. And I believe that this year of 2022 has given us an opportunity to begin to apply our vision of what we've been wanting to create for perhaps decades, but also what became abundantly clear with the intense astrology of 2020 that was like that 
uh, Roto-Rooter really like digging deep, deep, deep into the crevasses and like getting out all the gunk, all the gunk that gets like clogged within the pipes, within the arteries, within the meridians of the body, within the meridians of Mother Earth, and clearing that gunk out. And here we are in 2022, and we're beginning to apply new changes. We're beginning to evolve and realign ourselves in new communities as well. So many communities around the pandemic started to split and fray because a lot of people were no longer aligned on a soul level anymore. And part of that astrology was meant to kind of disperse everyone so that new tribes, new communities could be formed. And now is a time for that formation to begin to crystallize. And that's a huge part of what's happening with this eclipse portal. On Saturday, the 22nd, of October, we begin a whole new Venus star point. Venus and the sun will meet up around 29 degrees Libra, and it's going to be this brand new birth, this brand new beginning. Venus is in her home sign of Libra and very much focused on community and partnership and harmony and creating a world that is more egalitarian. And there's this clearing out of old times that Venus is is has been working through. And so there are some very important seeds that are being planted and scattered and cast this weekend. As I was speaking about the journey of Anana for the ancient Babylonians, Anana and Venus were one in one. When they looked up at the sky, they saw her as Anana. And Anana goes through different phases as queen of heaven and earth. She goes into the deep darkness and she rises up. She can be a morning star, she can be an evening star. And as the morning star, Venus is holding more of that archetypal warrior feel. She is willing to go through the deep transformation and to battle whatever darkness, whatever demons must be faced. And as the evening star, she is that luscious feminine goddess, that great earthly provider, that sexual fulfilling creatrix. And we need both. We need all of these aspects. The following day on Sunday, around 12.07 AM Eastern daylight time, we have Saturn shifting direct at 18 degrees, 35 arc minutes Aquarius. So we've got a lot of like airy action happening this weekend because the Venus star point begins around 29 degrees Libra. And then the Saturn stationing direct is around 19 degrees Aquarius. And so if you have late degrees air in your chart or cardinal or fixed signs, you're probably going to be feeling quite a lot this weekend. Although the reality is we're all feeling this. We're all feeling all of this mojo. There's so much happening. And Saturn has been retrograde since 
late spring. And as Saturn is shifting direct, Saturn is preparing for the final exploration of the late degrees of Aquarius. In March of 2023, Saturn is going to shift into Pisces. And this is going to be a phenomenal shift because also in that month, just a couple weeks before, we have uh, Pluto moving into Aquarius. Actually, Saturn shifts into Pisces around March 7th, and Pluto goes into Aquarius later on around the um, spring equinox for the Northern Hemisphere. So what we're experiencing this weekend astrologically on a certain level is some of the most phenomenal intense astrology we're going to experience until March of 2023. And you really want to prepare your system for this. This is a weekend where it's really good to be in ceremony, where it's good to be in devotion, where it's good to be as grounded as you can be. Also on the 23rd of Sunday, Venus and the sun both shift into the sign of Scorpio. So Venus will shift around 3.52 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and the sun will shift around 6.35 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. The energy we will feel that Sunday is bringing us into greater depth, asking us where do we need to prepare ourselves for magic, meaning what transformation wants to happen for us in our lives and where can we meet it? Where can we take the hands of our ancestors and be willing to walk into the unknown? Even if at times it feels like you've got to jump off of a ledge into a dark cavern. I'll never forget in the, it was October of 2018, and it was the first time I was in the Great Pyramid. And when we were going down into the Nun, I had never been down into the Nun before, and it was terrifying. The smells were so intense, and they were triggering memories I didn't even know I had within me. And between the smell, the odor, and the awkwardness of how I was carrying my body. And on that pilgrimage, we didn't go in many pyramids. And so this was my first time really going down for a distance. And I wasn't prepared for how to properly pyramid walk. (laughs) After you've been in a number of pyramids, like you find your preferred way. Some people, when they're going down, like to go forward. I actually prefer to walk backwards. It's better on your back, on your spine. And it also, I find it much more calming and grounding. But as it was my first time in in a pyramid of that distance and going down in that way, I wasn't prepared and I didn't know. And it was really intense. And I, I just started to sweat profusely and I was wearing different ceremonial you know, like scarf, I had a long scarf on and I had long necklaces and I had a long dress on and everything was dragging. And I believe my hair was, no, my hair wasn't down, but it was just like, there was, everything was kind of dangling. And 
I started to feel really dizzy and I really began to question my ability to keep up and to do it. And I could feel my body was going through so much on so many levels, like emotionally, physically, spiritually, psychologically, and it was feeling overwhelming. And I got to the point in my mind where I, cause I wanted to turn around. I really did. I started to feel like I was suffocating with the s- smell and I got to the point where I decided that my soul had brought me to that moment and that I had to trust my higher self for bringing me there. And that part of my work was to surrender and to face whatever fears were coming up. I mean, I started to imagine the many people that had probably died in that tunnel. And I started to imagine what if the pyramid began to collapse and all the things that I'm sure many people have considered when they're feeling fear in a small space like that. It was definitely the definition of an initiation. And that is really what Scorpio season is like. It's it's where we are going into the season of initiation. And as we have a partial solar eclipse coming Tuesday night, or sorry, Tuesday morning, it's super important that we are really prepared for initiation, meaning that we're willing to show up for it. That's that's the most important part of the preparation is just being willing and and present and able and engaged. So before we get to the eclipse, beginning on Monday, Monday evening, the 24th, we have the festival of lights, the holiday, the holy day of Diwali, which honors the victory of good over evil and knowledge over ignorance. And this is a time where there's a lot of harmony that is transpiring and um, a time where we could say justice is being restored. There's this bringing in of wealth and health and happiness and love for all of us. And Diwali is very much connected to the goddess Sarasvati. Sarasvati connects to music and wisdom and knowledge and the high arts. And this is a time to really celebrate wisdom and knowledge hand in hand with honoring Sarasvati, honoring the beauty of Ganesha and Lakshmi as Lakshmi brings in wealth and prosperity and abundance and Ganesha helps to remove all of the obstacles. So this Monday, this moon day on the balsamic moon is such a powerful time to really clear out and to invite in the new. And for the women of Appalachia here, we'll be having our first women's wisdom circle in my new home. I'm so excited. We're going to definitely be honoring Diwali and giving offerings to my Shiva Lingam, which is like so happy to be on this new land. And um, we'll be doing a beautiful gathering indoors. It's going to be amazing. So if you live locally, I invite you to sign up for that. You can go to earthseedtemplearts.com and just scroll down on the front page to claim your space. Finally, as you know, we get to Tuesday morning, we have the eclipse 
Here on the East Coast from 5 to 9 a.m. will cover the full journey of the eclipse. The new moon is aligned around 649 Eastern Daylight Time. And it is a new moon in Scorpio. So definitely a time for beautiful magic, for inspiration, to prepare for your metamorphosis, to begin to really honor ancestor season. We're going into the season of Samhain. We're going down, you know, we're we're allowing everything to compost back to the earth. And so we're excavating into those deep hidden inner layers. I love this time. It's such a beautiful time. It's such a beautiful time to circle up with our ancestors, to clear off your ancestral altar and f- freshen it up and give offerings, you know, light some candles. Think about what is it that your your departed ones loved? Like did they love tobacco? You know, give them some tobacco if so. Did they love a certain kind of like cake or muffin or a certain dish? You can make that and and offer them a small plate of what you create and then also enjoy it yourself or find other ways to pass the energy along so that you can really spread that good joy and that good medicine. So this week is super, super profound. And as we come to next Friday, Jupiter will retrograde, enter back into Pisces, one of his home signs. And so just this whole week ahead is one of massive new beginnings, great closures, lots of abundance and fertility. And I just invite you to really stay focused on your vision, to consider you know, what is my long-term vision and what choices, what actions can I take in the here and now that are going to support me in this week ahead, that are going to seed where I want to go between now and March of 2023. So with that, I just want to thank you so much for circling up in star stones and stories. And I send you all so much love, so many blessings. I am offering a Scorpio Eclipse Council, and it will be on Tuesday morning from 4 to 9 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. It's a virtual council. We gathered in this way back in May for the lunar eclipse, and I'm super excited to gather in meditation. I also will have an in-person offering for people in Wapalachan who want to come to West Asheville. You can go to earthseedtemplearts.com and sign up for the event there. You can also see all of my other events there. I am available for private one-on-one astrological divination sessions. I have an option where you can weave in tarot. Take a look around my website and reach out uh, through the booking link, or you can email support at earthseedtemplearts.com if you have any questions about how you can go deeper. As a reminder, we will go much deeper with this current astrology through the Mom Magic membership portal. And the link to join us is in the show notes. And in addition to getting the extended transmissions through Stars, Stones, and Stories, You also receive so many other gifts. Thank you so much for circling up in sacred space. And I just bow to you and your lineage in these times. 
I want to remind you how important your medicine is and how much you're needed on earth right now and give gratitude for all you bring to this beautiful planet in this powerful, powerful time to be a human. Blessed be. Dive in with me at earthseedtemplearts.com and you can follow me on Instagram at earthseedtemplearts. Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. My prayer is that we as individuals awaken to the reality that each one of us is a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in our authentic truth, we have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.